People Chronicles of Storied Women. My name is Anna Rose in Gara Milch, and I'm your host. I'm also the author of Lunch with Lucille. Lunch with Lucille is an inspirational novel of how one woman's life journey impacted another woman. On the Storied Women, we bring women from our community to share their story so that we can learn from them as well. And today, my guest is Regina Ortenzi. Welcome, Regina. Thank you for having me. So you know the one question that I'm going to ask you is, yes. what is the one thing you would like our viewers to take away from our chat, that, that, that valuable tidbit? Um, I would like it to be friendship. Um, I'm an Army brat, and I've lived all over the world with uh, preschool in uh, Turkey, grade school in Spain, and high school in Korea. And the thing that I learned from that is you need to keep those people close to you because you never know when they're going to be the ones that are going to be able to help you. Wow. So how, how, I think sometimes we undervalue, you know, the power of friendship. So tell me, how, have, how did you keep them? Now, I know now the Internet. That's easy we enough. We wrote the traditional old-fashioned way. Letters. Really? Cards. And when our fathers were stationed near each other, visiting. Wow. Um, but now the internet has definitely opened up a whole new world to reconnect with classmates of mine that I had totally lost track of um, and have since become close with them too as a result of that. Um, but I think the thing that you thought was most interesting when we first met was the reason I moved to Reading. Yes, I am, I am <laughs> curious because you know, there's always a story behind why people come to Reading. <laughs> Uh, you know, some, the majority of the people probably have already born and raised here, but then there are the, some of us who were transplanted. So tell, tell me, uh, why did you come to Reading? Um, when we were thinking about where we wanted to be when we retired, um, it was like, well, who do we want to age up with? And I decided my best friend, and she lives in Reading. So we moved here because of my best friend. Isn't that, it's amazing, though, that, that one person could lead you and on a different interestingly life Interestingly enough, she started off first as a client when I had my own business. And what was your business? I had my own textile design studio, which I started after working for Gloria Vanderbilt for eight years because I had met everybody in the industry, so I could then reach out to them for business. She, however, was not working for a company that I worked for at, when I was at Gloria Vanderbilt, but competitor. So she had always wanted me to come work for her company. So finally I was able to do that. And then we just became very close friends as she moved up in her career. So did you always know, this is kind of a little uh, footnote, did you, did you always know that, that you wanted to go into the textile industry? That you wanted, when I, you say the textile, you mean designing? Designing for fabrics for the home. Okay. Anything that's textile and soft in the home, you name it, I have designed it. You mean like bed spreads and pillows and all Absolutely. that? Absolutely. You come to my house, you will be guests sleeping on my sheets with my duvet cover, with my bath towels, and dining on my table linens and using my kitchen towels in the kitchen. That is so fascinating. That I find and if true. you sit on the couch, you'll have a lap shawl that I designed and some pillows too. And those, but those are only the things that I liked. I certainly designed a lot of stuff that is like, ugh, I never want to see that ever again in my life. But somebody else liked it. Yes. Yeah. That's who the customer wanted. That was who they were targeting, and the 
market that they wanted and the look that they wanted. And so certainly I could be anyone's clone, and, and I was definitely Gloria Vanderbilt's clone for those eight years that I worked for her, because I grew to be able to paint, draw, and even sign her name <laughs> exactly the way she did. But we won't share that with too many people. <laughs> Skip that. Edit that out. Um, okay, so you, all right, so you, you always knew you wanted to get into that industry. Uh, into arts, at first I thought I wouldn't, wanted to be a uh, fashion designer, so I started my first two years of school was in fashion design. Then I realized I was really more interested in the textile, but I did not know that there was any program that you could go to study for that. So I switched majors and went to, into graphic design, and I worked for several years as a graphic artist doing magazine billboards, magazines, uh, print advertising, package design, stuff like that. Um, then in the course of that, I realized, oh, I found out there's this place that teaches textile design. So I went to graduate school in textile design. And then after that, I packed my two bags and my portfolio and took the train to New York. And that was it. Came to New York. Now, when you, okay, so when you come to New York, do you have a friend in New York? No. No, you have, so you have to start. So, okay, here's, so here's this woman who knows the value of friendship all over the world and yet starts out in the, in the biggest city in the mm -hmm. world with no friends. Well, I had a cousin who lived here, and she let me live with her, but she was kind of prickly. <laughs> so not a friend, just a cousin. Right, just a cousin, exactly. We all have those. So <laughs> within a matter of weeks, I moved out from her into a women's hotel. Oh, okay. And it was around that time that I met the gentleman that ultimately became my husband. Bob. And we met him in a true New York story in a coffee shop in Grand Central Station. Total strangers. <laughs> Total strangers. Oh, wow. Yep. Yeah, if, Bob, if your husband was a woman, I'd have him on my show. Because he's got another <laughs> fascinating life. Oh, yeah. He's he got does. a very fascinating he story. Yeah. He does. So um, he assisted me a little bit because by then I realized that you are not going to find a job in Manhattan unless you know somebody or you have some kind of connections, or that you went to a New York school, and I had none of those. So I was using the state-sponsored employment agency to try and find employment, and they were kind of at their wit's end. They had a job offer. Everyone they sent was not accepted, and they finally said, oh, you're the last resort. You can go. <laughs> because I had such a multifaceted background. I wasn't just textiles. I had done fashion. I had done graphic design and textiles. And in Manhattan, the students in the schools at Pratt and Parsons and FIT learned one particular thing and very specific. And um, I had everything. So they finally sent me and it turned out it was the job for Gloria Vanderbilt. And they were thrilled that first I was not a New Yorker, that I had this more worldly background, and that I could do all these other areas. Because in the end, I was designing clothing for her, I was doing the packaging for her, as well as the textile designs. And the studio grew and prospered. It was her heyday, and we ended up having uh, two full-time employees and some freelance people were coming in and out of the studio at any given time, depending on the product. And I designed everything from china to Kleenex boxes to candy boxes to her fabric for the big the, the, the swan jeans and the perfume box and all that stuff, and her logos. and. So everything came into play when I worked for her. Wonderful. So then you leave her. So you build these relationships while working with her, mm -hmm. uh, who become, some become uh, business, and some, I'm mm -hmm. sure some become friends. And then you go into your own business, right? Mm -hmm. right? So again, the value of friendship. Do you think you always 
knew that friends were important? Mm, I guess subliminally I must have mm -hmm. because I worked very hard at maintaining. I mean, today happens to be the birthday of one of my college roommates. Actually, we were paired in our first year at freshman at the University of Cincinnati, and we have remained friends since then, 49 years, and we're still in touch. That's and wonderful. she's a major letter writer. That's how we stayed in contact. That's and we still point. write letters by hand, yeah. back and forth to each other. Yeah. I find that, the, uh, that as I, I have, I've always had friends, you know, mm -hmm. my whole life, obviously. But as I, as I learn more about what friendship is about, I really see the, the value in having that, you know, that deep connection with some people, whether or not I see them daily or, you know, mm -hmm. I just have them. But, yeah. Well, a true friend is where it doesn't matter how much time passes, you just pick up and keep going. You just pick up and keep going. Right. Yeah, exactly. And they know the story. They know all the story. Yeah. That's excellent. So, okay. Um, I, I truly appreciate you coming on because I think that, you know, I think friendship is somewhat often undervalued, you know, and then, and then you will make the statement that, you know, you work at it, mm -hmm. you know, and it's like any other relationship we have to work at, you mm -hmm. know. So now I feel like I have a new friend. That's true. Yeah. You do. You do. I've met, since coming to Reading, I have met a lot of new friends. Um, interestingly enough, through my husband, most of them have come that, through that because he has kind of a colorful past. And um, he's been the Grand Marshal at the uh, Why I'm Missing Memorial Day Parade and the Grand Marshal at the Veterans Day Parade not soon after we moved here because everyone found out he had served in all five branches of the military, hence the military connection. So that was one of the first things we bonded with was, I'm an army brat, he's an army person. Right, so you can understand So I became that, yeah. a brat and then a wife. <laughs> <laughs> um, and being a brat also gave me a very global perspective. Sure. Which uh, prepared me for my future life too because in the textile industry, while it started in the United States, it quickly moved abroad. Well, mm -hmm. And so I traveled extensively in the last 20 years of my career working to foreign countries to develop product right. and, and do the artwork. Um, but because of him, people saw the story about, well, and then there's this wife that's in textiles. And then people would contact me directly and want to meet me and ask questions and talk and network and help with different projects. So yes, I'm retired, but I'm really not. That's <laughs> because wonderful. I'm still mentoring a lot of the younger people who were my students because ultimately I had a hard time finding a job because I hadn't gone to a New York school. However, because of the Gloria Vanderbilt name being so famous in the 70s and 80s, uh, both Pratt and Parsons asked me to teach there. And I ended up teaching between the two 20 years. So I have a lot of students that still reach back out to me wow. that want to so have assistance and what's the next step and who do you know and whatever. That's great. And another point that you make that is that you know the you your friendship doesn't isn't contingent on age. No, you can form you, we form friends across mm -hmm. generations. Mm -hmm. That's real. That's great. Yes. Well, yes. thank you, Regina. I appreciate you coming in to talk with us today. Okay. Yeah. You have a thank great you. story. <laughs> and thank you very much. Thank you for following Storied Women on the People Chronicles. Please subscribe to our YouTube channel, The People Chronicles, and you won't miss any stories.
These community stories are made possible in part by BCTV, Susie Ray Design, Queen City Family Restaurant, Lamar Advertising, Heidelberg Family Restaurant, Reading Air, Lions and Hole, Peanut Bar, and Kutztown University.